Hi, welcome. Thank you for tuning to Life Plus Up with your host Kevin Yang. For all the listeners, Life Plus Up is a podcast dedicated in making your life better by achieving success in three core components of life: personal, financial, and career. In each episode, we'll be bringing some of the most positive and inspiring news, followed by introducing programs to help out with personal finance. We'll coach you some professional skills to help you advance in your career, and be your resources for a better lifestyle and health. You can find the newest episode every Wednesday by follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, or much more. At the end of each episode, I will answer some of the questions from our listeners. So if you have a question, please email me or DM me on Instagram, or just by clicking on the voice link listed in the description. Remember, if you find this podcast informative and helpful, please share with someone that you think this can help. So now, let's have a great show. Today is the big day that you have been waiting for. You have prepared weeks for this moment. It is time to show that you are good enough to advance in your career. Suddenly, you feel your palm is sweating. You feel the tension in your stomach as you hold onto your resume tightly. As your interview is getting closer, you start to wonder: Maybe I should start with some humor. Maybe I should focus on just one specific topic, or maybe I'm not ready. Welcome to episode thirty-nine: Three Keys to Ace Your Next Job Interview, an easy guide to master job interview for career advancement. First, I want to thank all the listeners for tuning to our podcast and really bear through our one-week hiatus. At this time, we're on the brink of achieving seventeen thousand five hundred downloads, and just four more positive reviews on iTunes and Apple Podcasts to cross over the one hundred five stars milestone. I can't thank all of you enough for the support and encouragement. It is your continued support and constant positive feedback that help me to improve the content and really dedicate to bring value to all the listeners. Now. As we are entering the second half of July, it is hard to forget that pandemic is still raging through our nation. Many states have seen increased amount of cases, and our frontline workers are in the critical needs of PPE to continue fighting on our behalf. To support them, please visit Thrive Global First Responders First, and the link is also listed in the show description. And if you can support. Please share the link with your circle, as we're all in this fight together. And now, while our frontline staffs are fighting, there are still millions of families out there that are in critical need of food, groceries, and household essentials. If you want to help them, please visit familytofamily.org. And if you are locally in New York, please see if you can help our neighbor out by visiting foodbanknyc.org. Now. 
if you have been following our podcast for some time, you will know that we have our very own online publication, The Life Business Insider. On our publication, you will find show notes to each episode, special interviews, and also open app from some of the best minds in various industries to share their experiences and knowledge. You can find topic ranging from career advice to simply cooking a Michelin star restaurant meal at home. To learn more, please use the link below to access and sign up for free. Now at last, I want to give a special shout out to all the patrons on our Patreon page. Your support helps us to continue to provide special benefits such as special interviews, Zoom network, workshops, and the one-on-one life coaching plan. And for anyone who may be interested in such benefits, please visit us by using the link below for more info. Now, I would like to kick off our episode with some positive and inspiring news. Our first news today is brought to you by the Good News Network, written by Andy Cobley. And the headline is, Brides across America begin donating wedding gowns to support the marriages of the frontline healthcare workers. A nonprofit based in Massachusetts have begun donating bridal gowns to frontline healthcare workers who need a little help with their wedding plans. Brides across America usually donate gowns to military couples or first responders. But since the country's medical professionals are now risking their lives every day in the fight against coronavirus, they've shown that they more than qualify as heroes in their own right. We just wanted to do something to get back and at least say, hey, we're thinking of you. The BBA's founder, Heidi Jensen, told Today Style. They're putting their lives on the line, just like the military or a first responder. So this was our way to get back to them. We just thought line up nicely with our mission. Every year since 2008, BAA has donated around 2,000 wedding dresses totaling 25,000 gowns over their history to brides. Their headquarters is in Andover, Massachusetts. But for Heroes Fodder Afield, BAA ship dress collections to local boutique or event spaces across the country and holds events that allow future brides to browse the donation. Whenever BAA offers a beauty-free gown, it can take a huge burden off the shoulders of brides-to-be. The girls are so happy, Jensen said. They're like, I'm working, I'm planning a wedding, I don't really have time to find a dress, and they can't believe it's free. The nonprofit is busy, and with just seven people, it is doing all it can to keep up with demand. We are pretty small, but we have a big mission, she said. It's definitely hard, but we are trying our best to continue as much as we can with the current circumstances. So here at Light Plus Up, we really want to give you guys a special thanks to BBA and Heidi for making dream come true for all those frontline healthcare workers who devote so much to all of us and trying to fight this war on their bare hands. And for everyone out there, if you have a gown that is less than five years old and in good condition, really consider donating them through their website. They also accept vials, jewelry, gift cards, and even wedding favors. Now, I would like to go ahead and move on to our second story of the day, which is also brought to you by Good News Network, 
written by Michael Gunan. The headline is A nine-year-old Kenyan boy is honored for inventing hand-washing machine that prevents COVID-19 spread. This nine-year-old Kenyan boy was presented with a special presidential award after he built his own public hand-washing sink to help prevent the spread of COVID-19. Stephen Wamukata managed to construct his little sanitary station using just a bucket, a few pieces of wood, and some basic tools. Since the sink mechanism is triggered by foot pedals at the base of the station, people can wash their hands without being forced to touch its surface and risk contracting the virus. Stephen's father, James, praised the project in an interview with BBC, saying, I have brought some pieces of wood to make a window frame. But when I came back home after work one day, I found that Stefan had made the machine. The concept was his, and I helped tighten the machine. I'm very proud. The youngster was inspired to build a hand-washing station after watching a TV news report on ways to avoid contracting and spreading COVID-19. After photos of his sanitation prototype were shared widely on Facebook, the boy constructed a second one, and he now plan to build even more. As a means of laundering the boy for its initiation, the Kenyan president awarded him and 68 other Kenyan citizens with the prestige Presidential Order of Service Uslando Award last month. St. Stephen also told reporter that he hopes to become an engineer someday in future. The governor of his Kenyan county promised to award the boy a scholarship once he is old enough to attend college. Mr. Wamukota now says he is already looking forward to a bright future for his son. He is always saying he wants to build factories and become an engineer, he told CNN. I hope he does and he becomes a great person. So here at Life Plus Up, Stefan, we thank you for taking the initiatives of really caring for your neighbors on building that wonderful machine. And we know that you're going to grow up and become even better engineer. Now, let's go ahead and take a short break before we move on to our next segment. Welcome back. Now, interview one of the most significant events that influenced the direction of a career. In just one session, how do candidates showcase their qualifications and persuade the interviewers that they are good enough to be invested for the growth of the company? As a life coach and executive in the financial industry for over 15 years, I have dedicated myself to helping others to succeed in personal, financial, and career. Throughout my career, I have participated in and conducted over 500 interviews. I have seen many talented individuals able to capture the advancement opportunities by successfully demonstrating their ability to bring value to the companies. I have also seen candidates with tremendous qualifications fail to impress due to inability to connect with the interviewers. Based on my experience, to be successful in an interview, one has to prepare ahead, demonstrate ability through storytelling, and create a lasting positive impression. So the three keys of acing the interview. Key number one, 
preparation. Benjamin Franklin has a saying: "By failing to prepare, you are preparing to fail." An interview is one of the most significant events in a career. Like any other important event, preparation is the key to a successful start. Many interviewees that I encounter throughout my career underestimated the importance of preparation ahead. Many of them show up with impressive resumes, but fail to demonstrate their seriousness of the opportunities by not prepare ahead. Remember, your interviewer may be the only interviewer you see on that day, but I assure you that you are not the only interviewee that they encounter. So, how do you prepare for an interview? First, let's talk about appearance. In my previous episode. Four things not to do in the interview. I have discussed the importance of appearances. Many individuals fail their interviews because their appearance do not fit the culture of the company that they are trying to apply for. In the old times, people tend to think that business professional is the only acceptable dress code during an interview. However, in this day and age, dress code and the meaning of business attire. Really varied industry to industry. If you are applying for a tech company, do you think it is appropriate to walk in with a suit and tie while your interviewer wears just a polo and a jean? People tend to be attracted to others who appear to be similar to themselves. So, how will a tech executive who is in his thirty wearing a business casual feel about an applicant showing up with a fancy suit and a Rolex? Remember, as an interviewee, you are trying to show that you can easily fit into the culture of the company that you are applying for. By dressing similar, you will be removing unnecessary bias from your interviewers. Now, let's talk about living the value of the company. Do you know the mission and the value of the company that you are applying for? Can you show the interviewers that you are a candidate that can be easily assimilated into the culture of the company? Every company has a mission statement and values that they deem to be important. A simple search on company site can tell you all about their cultures, missions, and values. Be ready to talk about them and how you can demonstrate them in your everyday work. Keep in mind, many of the interviewers are not expecting you to know them. So by knowing them, you already show your dedication and seriousness of the opportunity. Now, key number two, storytelling. Fyodor Dostoevsky of White Knights once said, "How could you live and have no story to tell? Everybody likes a good story. All of us have good stories. Stories from our first jobs. Stories about our mentors." Stories about how we became who we are. All of us have stories to share for each employment history, but many of us fail to tell them during an interview. In the interview, most applicants only read their resume and bullet points unless being asked to elaborate. In my career, I have encountered few genuinely amazing storytellers during the interview. Storytellers who were able to pull the interviewers into their past, storytellers who were able to inspire through lessons that they have learned throughout the hard way, storytellers that convince us that they have grown from those moments that.
that they are ready for the opportunities. So next time when you're being asked about your resume, I will suggest you to tell them in the format of stories. Now, referring to resume is just the first step of storytelling. A good interviewee will be able to tell stories on most, if not every question being asked. So how does one answer interview questions with stories? The best format to use stories to answer questions in an interview is through four easy questions. The questions are, what was the circumstance? How did this impact you? What did you do? And what was the outcome? Regardless of the questions, in most scenarios, you'll be able to answer in such format. Remember, your goal is to sell your ability and motivation to the interviewers. Always remember to emphasize the outcome on a positive note, which is either a lesson learned or resolutions. Now let's talk about key number three, creating a good lasting impression. A stunning first impression was not the same thing as love it at first sight, but surely it was an invitation to consider the matter. Lois McMaster had once said, the interview is about showcasing and also impression. Are you able to convince the interviewers in just one session that you are worth taking a risk for? Are you ready to create such an impression that your interviewers can still remember you after an hour of conversation and multiple interviews with others? There are generally two ways of creating a long-lasting impression. One is through education and the other one is through reinforcement. If you can teach or educate your interviewers during an interview, you are almost certain to stand out among your competitors. When I say to teach, it doesn't have to be technical or work-related. How about a shared hobby? Maybe a book that they might be interested in. Something to show that you have been listening to the little cues that your interviewers have been dropping throughout the conversations. When you are able to bring actual value to your individual, the impression will be long-lasting. Mainly, the people tend to share what they learn with others with excitement. So wouldn't it be nice that your face will pop up in their mind whenever they show others what you have taught them? Another way to leave an excellent lasting impression is to remind and reiterate all your positive traits and strength before concluding the interview. Even though every interview varies, but most likely the duration will be from half an hour to 90 minutes. Many of the strength and positive traits may be lost as conversation carries on. Not to mention, if the interviewers had multiple interviews to attend that day, it will be hard to ask them to remember all the highlights from your conversation. So how does one remind the interviewers at the end? The answer is to utilize the final question from the interviewers. Do you have any question for us? This is the question that if you ask correctly, you'll be able to force the interviewer to dig deep into their memories and retrieve all the positive traits and strength from your interview. So how do you ask correctly? In my career, I found the following question to be the most effective. So the question is, based on my resume and our conversation, what do you think my best 
traits and strengths are to perform the responsibility of this role. This question will force your interviewers to rethink about all the highlights of the interview to answer. They will find themselves in the situation to sell you to you and why you are the best fit for the role. If that is the last conversation you have with them before conclusion of the interview, I assure that you have less a positive and lasting impression with them. For the past 15 years, as an executive in world-class financial institutions, life coach, and board members of many, many nonprofits, I dedicated myself to help others to succeed in core components of life. Over the years, I have seen some of the most talented individuals seize the opportunities by successfully showcasing themselves in interviews. I have also witnessed applicants with tremendous potential fail due to their inability to impress during the interviews. To be successful in an interview, one has to prepare ahead, demonstrate ability through storytelling, and strike a lasting positive impression. So let me ask, on your next job interview, how will you seize the moment and take control of your own career? All right, I hope everyone enjoyed this episode. And like usual, I'd like to wish everyone the very best and health. And I will see all of you next Wednesday on Life Plus Our Podcast. As we're wrapping up this episode, I want to thank and remind all the listeners that in the description, you'll be able to find the overview of our contents, the links to positive news and resources, and most importantly, the show notes that I publish on Medium. Our music are being brought by Scott Holmes from scottholmesmusic.com. And if you have a question for my guests or for myself, please email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com or find me on Instagram or simply by clicking on the voice link in the description. If you find this podcast informative and helpful, please follow and subscribe through your favorite podcast platform and share with someone that you really think this can help. If you want to support, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or simply by clicking on the donation button. Now, we'll see you all next Wednesday. Until then, remember, success without fun never lasts. And fun without success is not really too much fun. So let's have a fun and a successful podcast together.